0: 14 minutes before 8 o'clock, it is a JM and AM Thursday morning, and we have a uh, wonderful guest with us in our studio. Uh, she serves as the assembly member from the 25th Assembly District in the state of New York, which includes Flushing, Queensboro Hill, Hillcrest, Fresh Meadows, Oakland Gardens, Bayside, and Douglas Town. Neely Rosick, who has now, if I'm not mistaken, we'll confirm in a moment, who is now in her third term as assemblywoman. Uh, visits us here on a Thursday morning at JM in the AM First of all, Bokir Tov, good morning to you
1: Bokir Tov, thanks for having me
0: And am I right, third term, is that correct?
1: Third term, hopefully, God willing, a fourth And is this is this in fact an election year? It is an election year for everyone in the state legislature, from the governor on down. So the to- whole
0: assembly and the whole Senate will be, quote-unquote, re-elected. In many cases, literally re-elected. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly.
0: I would guess the incumbents have an advantage, no?
1: All 150 of us are on the ballot for one reason or another. And, you know, I just hope that voters, at least in my district, send me back to Albany.
0: I wonder what percentage of the incumbents among the Assembly and Senate will win. I I assume in an election like this, it's usually around 90%, I would guess.
1: quite high. Um, I would even say, you know, down in D.C., the same thing, incumbents have a huge advantage.
0: All right, so you're born in Jerusalem. I am. Living in what neighborhood when you were born? Where were your parents? We were
1: in Gilo. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, arrived in the U.S. when?
1: I was a very young child, baby, some could say. Um, I was all of two years old and spent many summers and winters with Saba and Safta in Israel. Where do they live? Um, They also lived in Jerusalem and then moved to be closer to my other other part of the family in Netanya. So many hours and days and months spent on the beautiful beach over there. And I wouldn't take it back. I never really did... Jewish summer camp. All right. Um, but my version well, you had was your own, yeah. my <laughs> version was yeah, I was very lucky. My version was spending some time in Netanyahu and, and seeing friends and family and um, hanging out.
0: You had the ultimate Jewish summer experience. <laughs> so and of course your Israeli accent uh, has remained.
1: Um, I can turn it on and off. um, You are
0: in complete control (laughs) of your Israeli accent.
1: I I can turn it on and off. Um, The interesting thing is if you were to talk to my parents, my parents are actually from Argentina. Ah. um, So they have a very thick Argentine accent. They moved from Um, there to Israel. They made Aliyah right after the Six Day War. Obviously met, fell in love, whole story, had all of us. um, And yeah. Where do they live now? We all live in Fresh Meadows. Oh. Typical Jewish mom. My mom was very good about keeping us all in the same neighborhood. Cool. And, yeah, I never left Fresh Meadows because uh, I love it so
0: much. I am stunned with my, um, with my curiosities about all government. I mean, I, I believe that the world of politics is one of the best spectator sports out there, if not the best, frankly. And I've said that for years. My listeners know it. I am stunned that I did not realize that we have a member of the New York State Legislature who was born in Jerusalem, Israel. Well, here I am. Are you the the only one, I assume?
1: I am the only Israeli, as far as I can tell. (laughs) Right. And um, Donnie Dayan, the Israeli Consul General, will will stick with that. He'll he'll vouch for you, He'll vouch for us. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I mean, in the state legislature, if you were to walk through the chamber, I'm, I'm the only one with the Israeli flag on my desk. Um, How did I, not I really, know this? I really love it.
0: And, and and a, I guess we'd say significant. Would that be accurate? A significant percentage of the state legislature is Jewish? I think that would be accurate in New York, there's right? A,
1: yeah, there's a good chunk of us that are Jewish or identify as Jewish Americans. Right. Um, and there is, you know, a, an organization around that. Um,
0: I don't remember the statistic, but at, at one point it was. I'm thinking 20, 30 percent. Is that possible? It's way too high to, to guess It Could must- be
1: at one point that it was. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, there are 150 of us, so maybe right. 30 of us. Yeah.
0: What is your district like? I know that, you know, these days uh, one sometimes gets criticized for pointing out, you know, ethnic groups, divisions, etc. But h- how would you how would you describe the the makeup of your district?
1: So, like many districts in Queens, my district itself is very immigrant-based. Um, I have Chinese-Americans and Korean-Americans and South Asians. Obviously, there's a huge Jewish population. Um, Wait, the, ju- the
0: Jewish population, I guess, is in Flushing, right? That would be the— In Hillcrest, the- Fresh oh, Meadows. Oh, Hillcrest also? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right.
1: um, you know, we're all gearing up for the high holidays, right. and um, that's for that's, sure. That's <laughs> it's an exciting time. You're,
0: you're also feeling the pressure, huh? I I also <laughs> like to
1: joke that I'm maybe one of the few legislators who gets to celebrate the New Year three times. <laughs> that's true. You know, the the January first, right. obviously Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. And then I have the Lunar New Year in February, right. which is exciting as well. Knowing New
0: York, they'll add some more coming up. <laughs> exactly right. So you are. Uh, so you're, you're. You're. Um, gearing up for the new year. You'll have the apple and honey on Sunday night. Yes. And um, my nephews and-
1: are very excited. I can imagine. <laughs>
0: and uh, and you do have, again, because of the Flushing Fresh Meadows area, you do have a significant Jewish population mm-hmm. in your district. Now you, I would bet. Are somewhat familiar with this district. And the reason I'm saying that is because the person you used to work for, if I have this right and my mm-hmm. sons will kill me if I don't get this right because <laughs> they work in government. Um, the, the the person you used to work for is now our assemblyman. Is that correct? He is
1: now your state, state senator. State Senator.
0: He's now our state senator. That would be Senator Kavanaugh.
1: Yes. And so I spent many, many years on the Lower East Side. In fact, um, was well, his before, chief of staff for many years.
0: But how long has he held the position in the Senate?
1: Um, he's been a senator just this past year, right. but I remember he was an assembly member and his district went all the way down to Delancey.
0: Ah, so you so know, I the, know area. the area. Very cool. Yeah. So he ends up right so he ends up taking over as uh, as senator, senator here after Squadron, I believe, yes. right? Exactly right, and I'll say you know this neighborhood, and you know the changes that have happened in this neighborhood for the last few years. I mean, yeah. isn't it remarkable?
1: And not unlike the ones in Queens, right? You have different populations moving in, and and old and new kind of blending together in a really fascinating. And well, excitement. does Queens
0: have the same type of hip locales that we have now in <laughs> Lower East Side? We,
1: we don't have a donut plant. right? Or uh, <laughs> the new cosars, right? <laughs> The rebooted version of.
0: So what do you uh, what what do you tout over there in your district? What are some of the cool 2018 We've innovations? We've a
1: lot of great Israeli restaurants all along Main Street in Queens. Isn't it amazing
0: how Middle Eastern food has taken over the city? Yeah. It's unbelievable.
1: And I would I would vouch the best hummus you can find is right in Fresh Meadows.
0: Unbelievable. So, come that, on down. The ch- <laughs> Challenge accepted. Now we're going to have to go find that if you're right. Uh, Neely Rosick is here. She represents the 25th Assembly District in New York, uh, the majority of which is in Queens. Many of the, uh, uh, the people in this audience are familiar with her because uh, she serves uh, Flushing and Fresh Meadows in addition to other neighborhoods. And you are... Um, I was told you are a close friend of former Assemblyman Phil Goldfeder, who's an unbelievable friend and supporter of ours. And I was told that you really, quote unquote, bonded with him oh, during Hurricane Sandy. That this was one that this, that was the effort that really brought the two of you as legislators together.
1: Yeah, so I had just won my primary campaign in September. Remember Hurricane 2012? Right. Hurricane Sandy happened about a month after that. Right, and I just picked up the phone and said, "How can I help?" Right? "What what can we do?" And I actually ended up going to every pizzeria in my district asking them to donate a couple of pies and then driving it down um, to Hamilton Beach at the fire department over there and and just unloading it and having people enjoy it. Um, something warm, something that they could, you know, um, seek comfort in. And we really bonded from there. I will say, was a great friend and, and we spent many hours commuting to Albany together. Right. Um, he got slammed during Sandy. And that was, yeah. yeah he
0: got really, uh, meaning his house. Yeah. Really got uh... His
1: entire neighborhood. I mean, right. I've never seen... A situation like that before um really really dire um and the nice part is we're rebuilding and right. if you go to Rockaway now if you go to Far Rockaway now um it's it's a very different place
0: does it concern you that for some New Yorkers Albany is a derogatory term that it has become really such a Such a source of angst for some average New Yorkers. By the way, I don't know if you you feel that way on the campaign trail. I don't know if people say this to you on the campaign trail, if they give you the impression like, "Uh uh-oh, you're a state legislator, (laughs) that type of thing.
1: I think it's the thing where people say, you know, I hate Congress, but I love my Congresswoman or, (laughs) you know, I hate Congress. (laughs) But um, I think it's a very similar dynamic. For a very long time, the state legislature was seen as sort of the minor leagues when actually at least in my book it it should be treated like a major league we have tremendous influence on school budgets and public safety and transportation i mean all of the things that touch your life every day more often than not go through albany right go through the state legislature and so the nice thing is at least recently i found people are waking up and realizing a that they have an assembly person representing right. them, but also that we have um, tremendous say in their in their everyday lives, and and they're getting involved. Um,
0: and they want service.
1: And they want service. Do you have a lot of
0: rail and subway commuters in your neighborhoods?
1: Little known fact about the twenty fifth assembly district: I actually don't have a single train station or subway station of my,
0: either, and LIRR or New York City district. subway. So That's we interesting. are.
1: We are very dependent on our buses. How do you
0: campaign without subway stops?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The express bus stops are not so shabby. Um, And I've made it a really big priority to make sure we can get people from point A to point B in a faster, more efficient way.
0: Commuters are so frustrated with the MTA. Every time there's a headline with the mayor, the governor, and MTA in in that story, it just gives people more and more aggravation.
1: Yeah, and strap hangers should be aggravated.
0: Neely Rosick is here. She is the Assembly Member from the 25th District. We are recommending that you uh, find her name on the ballot on September the 13th. Would that be accurate?
1: I'm on the ballot in November.
0: In November. That's a general election. Mm-hmm. So you're already set with the Democratic <laughs> Party, correct?
1: That's, that would be right, yeah.
0: They're all, they're all behind you. <laughs> now all you have to do is defeat your—is there an opponent in, uh, in November or not?
1: I, luckily, am running unopposed. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: So all you really need, quote-unquote, is for people need, to show up yeah. and, and you know show that there's enthusiasm Yeah, for having
1: you. said that there are a lot of good races on September 13th, right. They should look it up and, and um, go out and vote. Today's the last day um, to fill out an absentee form, so people should know that. Otherwise, you have to go down to right. the Board of Elections. And you
0: will likely be the only person on the ballot in November in this country who was born in Jerusalem. I'm trying to think if that's true. These types of trivial facts. and and, If
1: if listeners want to call in and and tell us otherwise. If they
0: know of somebody, let us know immediately. (laughs) All right. So you were involved uh, in a kosher for Passover food drive. Actually, you organized it for United States Virgin Islands as they recovered from last summer's hurricane. Now, frankly, I did not realize that there was a need or a demand for kosher for Pesach food in the Virgin Islands. Tell me how this developed.
1: So I... um went down with a group of assembly members um, that it was sort of organized by the speaker, Carl Hasty. But I said, you know what? I have to find a local spin to, to our efforts down there. Good and I point. reached out to the rabbi on St. Thomas, um, there
0: is a rabbi on Saint Thomas. There is a Thomas.
1: full-time rabbi. Shout out to Michael and his wife Julie. Say that again. <laughs> um, and I asked them, you know, are there any needs? What's going on? It it had been a you know some time since the hurricane down there, and he said, quite frankly, you know, getting the full span of kosher for Pesach food is is harder. Um, it's always a little tough to get right. it down there, but. Because of the hurricane, because of the devastation, um, they were really in need. So I reached out to local organizations, local synagogues, and I was blown away by the turnout, by how much food was donated. Um, I ended up bringing a lot of it in a backpack and and boxes were shipped down there um, in advance of Pesach. And it was really amazing outpouring of love and And support. And it got there
0: on time and everything, huh? It
1: did. It did. That's
0: amazing. Congratulations on that. And (laughs) a yashakach, as we would say in our community. And we're also told that um, your legislation um, that created hate crimes recognition and response training for law enforcement agencies, this happened in response to the drastic increase in anti-Semitic incidents in 2017. Now, a lot of people, including in this audience, don't realize That there was a drastic increase in anti Semitic incidents. I'm assuming you mean in New York State, right?
1: Yeah, in In New York, in Queens in particular. Um, Well, tell me about that. What's going on there? So, uh, a recent audit by the ADL found that there was a 90% increase in anti Semitic acts. And um, we said, we got to do something. So, we rolled up our sleeves, got together with different organizations to see what is the best way that we can. Pushback against this and and sort of up the awareness around hate crimes that are perpetrated against our community, but quite frankly, against a lot of other communities. In other as words, well. the
0: the the legislation's there. You need the law enforcement people to be familiar with it and understand how it works.
1: Exactly, and we're very lucky that the NYPD itself, right here in New York City, right. has a great response to hate crimes. Um, but other localities, other counties across New York State are still lacking. So um, I wrote this bill um, that would help law enforcement not just identify the issues, but also come up with a response um, to to hate crimes in their own communities. I'm hopeful we'll pass it next year in the state legislature um, and looking for support from anyone who wants to help push it. And
0: so the people who are listening who have their own state legislators in their own district, outside of yours, they really should contact those legislators and let them know about this. Yeah,
1: call them, tell them to sign on as a co-sponsor, tell them that you're supportive of this, um, because it really will take a grassroots effort to get it done. Uh,
0: It's going to be a battle, or we don't know. We don't know what the...
1: uh... I'm pretty good at legislating. (laughs) So you think it'll move through. But, um, you know, with anything like this, it, it really takes a whole a group of people getting involved and in, in saying that they that this is a priority. Um, I think a lot of times people don't realize in the state legislature there are 11,000 bills right. that got introduced.
0: And the leaders of the legislature have to see that there's an interest among its members. Exactly. The only way they're going to have interest among the members is if the people out there make the members you know, right. pay attention to what's going on. That's right. All right, well, good luck with that. And that vote would be around when? That would be in the, in the beginning? next year. Meaning yeah. early 2019? Mm-hmm. Is that when the next session actually begins, January second, twenty nineteen? Yes. That's it. You don't have to go to Albany between now and then.
1: We'll probably go back from um, now until then, but
0: like usually, a couple of times or so.
1: But usually, the the start of session is the first Wednesday after New Year's. And that's it.
0: And then, it, and then, and then and you're really all over again. And then you're really commuting for half a year. Exactly. Neely Rosick is in our studio. Um, an absolute pleasure to meet her. She is the uh, Assembly member in the twenty fifth district here in new york if you are in queens it's uh, very possible that she represents you and uh, just realize as we said in addition to everything else and we touched on a lot of great topics this morning she is as we know the uh, as we assume the only state legislature born st- legislator born in the city of jerusalem which i think is really cool and your parents named you neely yeah, which is a really zionistic uh
1: they were, themed name to yeah, say the least they were on on theme and um, <laughs> they're right on
0: point huh? i will say this
1: there's a museum in israel for um neely the, the spy organization right. um and i can get in for free
0: is that a fact because
1: my name is neely <laughs> so right. i think that's pretty cool
0: i love it <laughs> that would be the uh the phrase that your name stands yes. for which of Remember. course which, of course, goes even further back than the establishment mm-hmm. of the state of Israel. Neely Rosick, a real pleasure to meet you. I take this opportunity to wish you a Shana Tova Mutuka. Shana
1: Tova.
0: A happy, healthy, sweet new year. And uh, I'm so glad that we that we met. And uh, from what I hear, and I think I can confirm it from our visit today, it seems you're representing our community really well. And that's a wonderful feeling. So thank you.
1: Thanks. And thanks for having me. A pleasure. Shana Tova.
0: Neely Rosick, 25th uh, District Assembly Member, New York State Assembly. Uh, Visiting us and wishing us a happy, healthy, and sweet new year on this Thursday at JM in the AM.